I'm not crying anymore, oh, because I praise the Lord. I've been laughing all day long because of my Lord. Welcome to Lost Light and Laughter, an uplifting show about laughter after tragedy. I'm your host, Michelle A. If you're ready for some inspiration and laughter in your life, you've tuned in to the right show. It's time to show love, everybody. Show love one time. Who's strong enough to fight my battles? I know he'll never give me more than I can handle. My love, my king, the one that I do love. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Lost Light and Laughter. I'm your host, Michelle A. And on today's episode, I have another special guest. I have Kwavi. I met her at the Great American Speak Off and at some training we did. And so she is just, she's excitement. She's joy. She's energy. <laughs> Kwavi, come on in. Yeah. Tell the audience about yourself. <laughs> Thank you so much, Michelle. I really appreciate the opportunity. My name is Kwavi and I'm a life coach for women in their 50s, 60s, 70s and beyond. And I help them rediscover their purpose and passion in this youth obsessed world that we live in so they can live their best lives, whatever that means to them. Yes. yes, I love it. I, I I I was talking to someone earlier today and it was like, yeah. you don't look old enough to have a 20 year old. And I was like, well, tell that to my knees because they crack. Okay. <laughs> sure. I'm getting up there. <laughs> yes, okay. yes, yes. Well, Bobby, yes. as you know, yes. the name of the show is called Lost Light and Laughter. Talk yeah. to the audience about a significant loss that you've experienced in your life. Now you have the freedom to share as much or as little as you'd like. Yeah. We just ask that you be transparent. All right. So for me, it was when I was trying to have a baby. Like, that's all I wanted. I remember as young as 16, I had prayed to be a mother of two boys. Like, mm -hmm. and, and it's interesting. I was thinking about that earlier today. Like, I wanted to have two boys and I wasn't even taking into consideration my spouse. Like, what if my spouse didn't want to? But all I did was I was praying. I said, I want two boys. And after we got married, I just kind of just thought, okay, you get married. The kids come right away. Yeah. Didn't happen for me. I would have miscarriage after miscarriage. Mm -hmm. And then, and I was in a prayer group with a friend of mine. We were both praying to have a baby because she was in the same situation that I was in. And I remember her getting pregnant and I was so excited for her. And then a month later, I got pregnant. And I remember yeah. going to the doctor uh -huh. and um, had to go get an ultrasound. Mm -hmm. And every time it's like, I was always very hesitant to tell anyone because in the beginning when I, I'll get all excited and then I'll have a miscarriage. And so I was very hesitant to tell anyone. I remember my husband and I going to the doctor to get the ultrasound. And then the lady looked and she says, you're having triplets. I'm like, what? I'm like, okay. I'm like, you know, I, I prayed for two, but I can take three. <laughs> I'm like, I can take three. And so I went home. I was really excited. And I remember driving home and I was like, oh my goodness. This is this is happening. I got home and then I had to go back for another appointment two weeks later. And so I went to the doctor two weeks later and they did another ultrasound and there were only two left. And I was like, oh, my word. I'm like, what is happening here? Right. 
And um, and so I'm like, okay, we're like, okay, twins. I mean, yeah, that's fine, you know, two boys. And 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 they could tell that they were boys. I'm like, okay, that's fine. And then I had to go back two weeks after that for another ultrasound. And because I was high risk, because I was much older at the time, mm-hmm. I was 30 something. And then, you know, they're like, oh, we have to check you all the time. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. And I went back to the doctor and um, I went back and there was only one. And I remember asking, so is this common? She says, well, sometimes that will happen. And I, and she says, they actually have a, um, it's actually called vanishing twin syndrome where one just vanishes. I'm like, oh, oh my goodness. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, I never knew until then. And and after that, I Googled and I was like, oh my goodness, this thing really exists. And I remember driving home. I was really, I mean, at least I had one, but I was still like, oh my goodness, what's going to happen next? And I remember being filled with worry. Mm-hmm. And it was very interesting. I remember this like it was yesterday. I heard God tell me, I told you I was going to take care of you. Don't worry about it. I told you I was going to take care of you. And, you know, Thankfully, I had that baby December 18th, a week before Christmas. And it was just like, I was just so joyous. And and my pregnancy, listen, I had an amazing pregnancy. I worked up until the morning of my pregnancy. I was fine. I had no morning sickness, nothing. I enjoyed every step of the way. Like I enjoyed my pregnancy. I guess I was just so excited that even if there was Uh anything going on, I ignored it. I'm like, we're good. We'll, you know, like I'm having a baby. That's all. That's that's all that matters. So it was, but that was a very scary time for me because I really wanted to be a mother. Yeah. I really wanted to be a mother. Okay. So talk, uh, talk to you us know? about the time you, your first miscarriage, because I mm. know there's that excitement that it's finally going to happen. Where, what were your, what was your thought process when you miscarried? I was devastated because first of all, you don't, you don't, you, I mean, you hear about that, but you think it's really not very common. You think mm-hmm. that's not going to happen to me. Right. I was like this. Th-. And then, you know, when it happens, you're like, what? I was like, oh goodness. I was missed. I was just so devastated. I was just so sad. I was angry. It was just a mixture of all kinds of emotions. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, how can this be? Like, how can you get pregnant? All of a sudden you lose the baby, you know, yeah. like, how does that work? Like what? And then, you know, I would go for all these different tests to figure out what was wrong. And I was like, you know, and then you start thinking like, is there something wrong with me? Mm-hmm. It was, oh my word. I was like, this is not meant. I'm like, I thought, you know, you get married and then three months later, the baby, you know, right? you get pregnant. Like that's that was my thought process. And so that was, and then it was it was happening. And then so in the very beginning, when I first heard I was, you know, when I first knew I was pregnant, I was so excited. I told people. And then when I had the miscarriage, it was, you know, you go back and tell people. In fact, I still remember today when I got pregnant, there was another girl who got pregnant with me at the same time. And we still talk about it today because I see her son. I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, because yeah. You know, she had her baby and I didn't, you know, it was just, it was just such a very, it was just a challenging time. And it wasn't one miscarriage, it was a series of miscarriages. And so after that first, I think after the first two times it happened, I just stopped telling people when I got pregnant. Cause you know, you go through that heartbreak of having to tell them again, like, no, it didn't and We work. don't know what to say. Yeah. We really don't know what to say when we hear it because we're so, you don't. so excited. Yeah, excited. You know, and it's just like, oh, no. And so yeah. I have a best friend. She yeah. just had a baby a couple months ago. She was 52, yeah. 52. So, you know, 
when when you talk about the the miscarriages and walking beside a friend that have experienced it, you feel the pain, even not to the same degree they do, but you feel the loss too, because you yes. feel like devastated, like a true letdown. Yeah. It's... So talk to us about the light. How oh, yeah. does God show up in your life? Because oh, I'm goodness. telling you, like, you got to have some praying people in your life when miscarriages oh, yeah. happen. Like oh, that. yeah. Yeah. Like myself and that lady... You know, because we end up having our babies probably a, a week apart. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it was just amazing. And then even with that, I was—I mean, baby, somebody. And, and my husband and I at the time had said, "Oh, you know, we'll only have one." We're like, "Oh yeah, we'll be okay with one." Mm-hmm. And when the one came, we're like, mm, "Maybe we should try for another one." Yeah. <laughs> and guess what happened? Miscarriages again. And I was oh. like, "Oh, this is," but this is a this is a beautiful thing about loss in that way is as much as, you know, how painful and how you feel and how, you know, heart wrenching it is because you know, what's on the other side, you're willing to do it again. Like, it's okay. Oh, that just warmed my heart. You're willing to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, cause you know, you know what it means to have a child. So I was like, okay, all through that, you know what? We'll do it again. You know, we'll try again. We'll keep trying. We'll keep praying. Let, you know, let, you know. And I did get a second one. So I have two boys, one 17 and 20 right now. And it's, um, I mean, I love being a boy mom. Like me, <laughs> I'm like the, like the poster child for boy mom. That is me. What? Love, love being a boy mom. <laughs> See, I have two girls. I wanted two boys. I wanted two boys and two girls until I had one. And then yeah. I was like, Maybe one of each, Lord. We have some major plans when we have not experienced things in life, okay? I know, right? Uh, but I am just, I mean, I love my boys. I'm, I'm just thankful that, you know, God blessed me with two boys. And um, even with all that, you know, the strangest thing, you don't remember that pain. You know, isn't it just amazing how God finds a way to kind of erase that? Like, you know, it happened, but I don't feel that pain because I have so much joy from having them that it's like, it was because okay. you have the manifestation of yes. your prayers. In yeah, front of, you. of course. Yeah. So I want to, how did you not lose hope? Because I know God oh, is there. Oh, like, oh. how did you not lose hope? Because I, I want to encourage our listeners right now. See, I had to keep praying because I knew it was something I truly wanted. And I remember the prayer when I was 16 years old. I'm like, God, I told you. I like, I prayed to you for two boys. Like, we only have one right now. Where's the next one coming? Like, yeah, I'm yeah. like, we're going to keep doing this. Like, I knew. And after I heard God talk to me when I was driving, I knew it was going to happen. I was like, okay, what did he what? say? He said, I told you I was going to take care of you because I was very worried and agitated. Uh-huh. And I heard the voice vividly. I told you I'm going to take care of you. You're going to be okay. And I was like, okay. Wow. Okay. And, you, and it was like so clear. Like I can remember it was so clear. And that's what I want our audience to hear. Like the way God spoke to her, it wasn't, he didn't give her a scripture or anything like that. He just told her, he reminded her that he was going to take care of her. And that did something for you. Oh, it did something for me. It made me real like, I remember I was driving in my car and I remember that I was like, okay, Kwavi, this is going to, we're going to be fine with, this is going to be okay. And even for my, 
my second one, my second one too was challenging because I remember them saying that um, I had placenta privia and there was something else that they wanted to give me medication for. And, and my husband and I, we just said, you know what? No, we're not doing any of that. We're just, mm-hmm. we're going to pray through this. We're just going to go, go with it. And then I remember going into the doctor for, um, I've gone for my regular checkup for my second one. And I remember the doctor telling me, well, you know, you're actually in labor right now. I'm like, really? I'm like, baby's not due for another month. Like, no, you're in labor. I said, okay. Um, Because it was due, the baby was due around Thanksgiving, but this was like in October. So I was like, really? So I said, okay. This is what I told the doctor because I was so confident. I said, this is what you're going to do. You can do whatever you need to do to keep me from going into labor right now because I am not having this baby today. I'm going to go home take care of the the little one I have, get the little one from daycare, figure out the situation for him, call my husband and I can come back tomorrow, but I'm not having this baby today. <laughs> oh my goodness. When I think back, I'm like, what was I thinking? And he was like, okay. No, you're I know, bold. I know. And the doctor said, okay, all right, we'll do that. I'm like, no, because he was going to put me in a different hospital. Everything was going to change. I'm like, no, no, no. I said, we have a birth plan here. Yeah. This is not the plan. We're going to, I'm going to have my baby at the, the hospital time I had planned was Emory. I'm like, I'm going to have my baby at Emory. We're going to contact my OBGYN because I was also seeing, because I was high risk, I was always seeing a high risk doctor also. And I said, no, my, my OBGYN, we're going to contact her. She's going to come. We're going to do all these things. And I'm like, we're not, we're not switching all these things around. Right. This baby's going to be fine. Yeah. And the baby was fine. It came early, yeah. but you know, a month, come on. That it's was all fine. right. Yeah. Oh Amen. yeah. And, and, Okay, you said something. We had a birth plan. Yeah. And God had a plan too. He had a birth plan. Thank you. Like we have our plans in the natural, but God has a plan for us in the spiritual realm. He says this plan is going to come to pass. We are not going to veer from the plan no matter how many miscarriages you have. We're not veering from the plan. So I want our ladies out here that are wanting to have a baby to understand that there is a plan set in motion, no matter what the doctors say, no matter what you experience, that plan is not going to change. Okay. Bobby got two of them. All right. Yes. 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 She's here to tell you. Yeah. And and that's the thing. You have to really have that belief Mm -hmm. because I think that's where it can get kind of, you know, because you're not sure. If you're not sure, then you're like, okay, whatever the doctor says, you'll do it. But I also know that we know what's best for us because mm-hmm. we know our bodies also. And don't ignore the messages you get from your body. Don't ignore those because that's your body talking to you. Yes. And I want to mm-hmm. say something else too, because she advocated for herself so well. Oh, she says, yes, no, I have to. We're not going to change. And what will happen is fear will come in. That's and want it. you to chit, ch- you know, and I'm like, no, oh, yeah. we're not going to operate in the spirit of fear no, right no, no. now. Nope. We're not going to veer from the nope. plan. I had a word from the Lord and I'm sticking to the plan. That's okay? it. <laughs> I'm like, we're going to do this. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. And, and, and it worked out. Everything was, I was. So, I mean, I, I have two healthy boys. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Amen. I love this. I love it. It's about hope. <laughs> And just joy oh, yeah. and, and its manifestation and it, yes. its finest. Okay. It is. Like it keep is. believing, keep hoping and keep trusting. That oh yeah. It will come to pass. It, yeah. Not 
talk to us about the laughter because I'm like, you got two boys. I'm pretty sure there's a whole lot of laughter. Oh my goodness. Sure. We, I mean, no, seriously, we're laughing all the time. Like I normally bring the energy and then my kids are always like, okay, mom, can you, can you calm down? Uh, but so I'm the one that they're like, I'm like, no, but I tell them, listen, you, you should be glad you have a mom like this. Like I bring the energy all the time, but I think for them, it's a bit too much. They're like, okay, mom, this is a bit too much, but you know, this is how, this is how we roll. Like all of us, my husband, all the four of us, we just, we laugh a lot. Like when we go on vacation, we normally have like, when we get come back, we always have a theme. Like, do you remember when this, 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 this happened? So for each vacation, we have different themes. Like, remember when this happened? And we just start laughing about it. Oh yeah. Laughter is a big thing. Like for me, I think laughter is like, that is how you live life. Like without laughter, like seriously, I went to go get a haircut today and the barber, I can't remember what he was talking about. So we're all laughing. And when I left, I told him, I said, you know what? Thank you for making me laugh today. Because I yeah. think laughter is just an important ingredient for life. Like, yes. really? It it's is. It's medicine. It is it nourishment is. to my body. Oh, I like, love it. How soon after you miscarried did you begin laughing again? Or did you ever stop? Okay, so this is the thing. I never stopped. But you know what? It was, Okay, so this is the other part of the journey. I had a, I had to have a C-section for both, right? So my the first one, I didn't want, I had, I was like, oh, I had the birth plan. I'm going to have it naturally. And he turned. And so I told him, okay, that's, yeah. So he turns and I said, okay, that's fine. Guess what we'll do? Let's you, because there's a way they can actually move while the, the baby is in. They can use their hands to kind of maneuver. That's why I wasn't moving. In fact, he was overdue. He was supposed to come like he wasn't coming out. So I, I was like a week late. And so they tried to move him. He didn't. I said, okay, go ahead, do the C-section. And I share this because when you have a C-section, you better not laugh. It is painful. And I remember that because I wanted, I'm like, you guys need to stop. Don't make me laugh. Don't, because whenever I laughed, it was painful. <laughs> So to answer your question, I kept laughing even through the pain. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. She's a jovial person. She, when you meet her, when I tell you, it's energy there. She just loves, like, you just have to be happy around oh, her. There's no gloom. Yeah, but it's, I remember that now, though. Now yeah. that you said that, I'm like, yes, that was painful. I was like, don't make me laugh. I can't laugh. <laughs> And there's humor in everything. If oh, yeah. you look for it, I know Everywhere. there are times when we are disappointed in life because things didn't turn out the way we expected. But if you just look, you will find that there is things that God will oh, do yeah. to just make you smile, make you laugh, yes. to bring that hope back. And so, Kwavi, I want to thank you so much for coming <laughs> on the show and sharing your story about oh, you're welcome. and how God turned it around and yes. just the laughter that you are filled with. Listen, yes. tell the audience if you have any advice for anyone that is experiencing waiting for their baby to arrive, waiting for the manifestation, what advice do you have for a young mom or maybe even an older woman yeah. that's wanting to conceive and can't right now? Yeah. Keep believing. I know. And sometimes you, you can feel discouraged, but don't let that, you know, that seed of discouragement grow within you. Mm-hmm. Keep on believing, like keep on believing, like don't allow that seed to grow with you because it can grow really quickly if you let it, you know, if you start to just kind of feed it, don't feed it. 
and then find pray, you know, like find powerful scriptures that you can pray on and call upon in those times when you start to feel discouraged. You have to find ways to lift yourself up. And I'm going to be honest with you, sometimes people around you don't understand what you're going right. through. It's okay. Because they don't know. They're not going through what you're going through. So sometimes they don't even know what to say. Yeah. It's okay. Find ways to encourage yourself. It's so important that you do that. Yes, yeah. Thank you for that. And you're I know welcome. our listeners, they are going to appreciate it. I have a couple people in mind that I know like they're yeah. going to enjoy this episode because that's what they're waiting for. Yeah. And so listen, where can our audience find you? If they want to reach out, they want to talk yeah. to you like this lady, know her stuff. Like, <laughs> All right. All right. So you can go to my website. My website is www.kwavisinvictai.com. You can find all my links there, um, all my programs and different things I offer from my one-on-one programs, my retreats, my group programs. They're all on that um, website. So you can go there and find out more about me. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kwabi, for coming on, sharing your story. This concludes our episode of Lost Light and Laughter. Everybody show love one time. It's time to give praise. Everybody give praise one time. Yeah. It's time to show love. Everybody show love.